Welcome to the Strong Sassy Single Mom Podcast. I'm Josie Smith. I'm a single mom of teens, personal growth junkie, entrepreneur and business owner, writer, creator, and coach. You don't have to be a single parent to get value out of this podcast, but if you are, I'm here to remind you that you're not alone in the journey. And I'm here to help you remind yourself who you are, to reclaim your identity, and grow your confidence as a parent, to help you with the strategies to manage your time, your finances, and your personal relationships, to help you rediscover yourself beyond the roles you've taken on, and to reconnect with yourself on a deeper level so you can create the life for yourself and for your family that you've always dreamed of. Because you deserve it. In this podcast, you'll find a combination of real, tangible strategies you can implement in your life, as well as the tools to help you navigate some of the deep inner work that needs to take place in order to take your identity and your life to the next level. We are digging into all of it. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, guys, I may just have to make this a permanent part of my introduction, but if you listen to any of my episodes, you might know that you may hear some language in some of these episodes, and if you have small kids around and that bothers you, you might want to just pop in some headphones before we get started. We have made it to February. I can actually hardly believe how quickly January flew by, considering that January is typically like 417 days long here in Nebraska. But to be honest, it felt like it flew by really, really quickly. Maybe because I'm getting older. But honestly, I think it's actually because I'm very intentionally doing things very differently this year. I've started a lot of new projects and I have taken I've taken my business goals in an entirely new direction. I'm doing things that I had always secretly dreamed of doing, but I never really felt like it was possible and I'm doing and considering some other things that were never even on my radar. And I'm feeling myself being stretched like really being stretched, sometimes in ways I expected, because when you grow and you do new things, you're always going to be stretched. And a lot of times you can anticipate what some of that stretching is going to look like. But I'm also feeling myself being stretched in ways that I wasn't really prepared for or really expecting. And I've spent a lot of time trying to process some of this and a lot of time trying to make sense of why I'm feeling stretched in certain ways and why I'm feeling challenged in certain ways and what it all means just on a deeper level, like what I'm supposed to be learning and what actions I'm supposed to be taking or not taking, where I'm supposed to be still and just allow myself to experience feeling stretched and the discomfort and to just sit in that for a minute and then other areas where I might need to actually move through it a little faster or shift my focus or change direction a little bit. And 
I think that's the hardest part of all of it, isn't it? Like if you've ever been in a season where you've been stretched, you can probably relate to that. Maybe it's in starting a brand new job or beginning your journey of motherhood or sending your youngest kid off to college or ending a relationship, a marriage or a partnership or navigating a significant loss or leaving a stable career to start a journey into entrepreneurship. And sometimes the hardest part when you're in those seasons of feeling stretched is figuring out how you're supposed to handle the stretch, how you're supposed to respond. Are you supposed to do something in it or just sit in it and feel it? Is it supposed to mean something? Is it trying to tell you something? Is it trying to warn you or direct you or push you a certain way? Or is it just an opportunity to feel something, to feel the discomfort, to feel the unsureness, unsurety, unsure, unsure. Is that a word? It's a word now. Unsureness, to feel the unsureness. We're making it a word. To feel the discomfort or the fear or the grief. How do you how do you know how you're supposed to navigate through it? I've had this conversation a lot over the past couple of weeks and it seems like everybody has a different idea about what this kind of season means and what you're supposed to do in it. Like what the purpose is for being in this kind of a season and how to navigate it and everybody has a different idea about all of it. And I've come to the conclusion that there is no single blanket answer or explanation that I can give you here on a podcast episode that's going to be right for everyone, for whatever kind of stretch you might be feeling like you're going through right now. There isn't one right way to navigate that season that's gonna be right for every single person. The only thing that I can do in a podcast episode like this is to give you some tools to help you figure out for yourself what that right way might be for you. Because whatever's right for me in this specific season might not be right for you in your specific season. And even more than that, Whatever's right for anyone in any specific season may not even be right for that same person in a completely different season. So how do you determine for you in this specific season how to navigate through feeling like you're being stretched? I'm going to give you three steps to help you figure out how to navigate this for yourself. But I'm not going to lie, I think feeling the stretch, if you think that this is uncomfortable right now, going through these steps that I'm going to give you and really being honest with yourself as you do is going to be incredibly uncomfortable and really challenging. But the confidence and the freedom that you will feel at the other side of this is going to be worth it. 
if you allow yourself to really go through the process and to be honest with yourself through it. So get out a journal or a notebook if you're able to, or if you're driving, just listen and really think about where you are and then save it or bookmark it and come back to it again later. Step number one, if you are in a season of feeling stretched, you do need to stop long enough to feel what you're feeling. You need to identify what those feelings are. Give words to those feelings. Maybe stretched isn't the word that you feel like you align with. That's fine. Give those feelings the right words for you. And you need to identify exactly what it is that is causing you to feel that way. So I'm going to be very transparent with you right now about where I'm at specifically because I'm hoping it will help you relate or at least give you a more tangible example of what I mean as I give you these steps. Where I'm at right now, I'm feeling stretched in just stepping into new things that I've never done before and never tried before on the business side of everything that I'm doing. I'm feeling a lot of uncertainty and discomfort with where I'm sitting right now because at this time last year, I was working in and building a business doing accounting and bookkeeping and tax work for small business owners which is a very analytical, lineal, step-by-step, black and white, very little gray area, follow the rules sort of a business. Everything was very straightforward. It was very predictable. And my work was very independent. But I've completely moved out of that into an arena that I've never really been a part of in in this way before here in this personal development, podcasting, speaking, coaching, networking space. And right now in this space, I'm not making an income. It's currently actually costing me money to do this, but it's a different space. In the past, if I scheduled a Zoom call with someone, it was with the intention of getting a client, signing a contract, receiving a check, and then receiving a consistent monthly check every single month after that. And now I get on a Zoom call and I just talk to people, connect with people, learn from people. I'm learning this space and how to navigate through it and figuring out my place in all of it. I'm fine tuning my message, the audience I wanna speak to, the themes I wanna focus on. I'm attending events. Women's events, leadership events, personal development events, networking events. And in diving headfirst into this space in this way, one of my biggest intentions beginning this year was just to connect with people and to to connect with people in three distinctly intentional ways. First, I wanted to connect with people who were already in this space and doing the things that I wanted to do. People I could learn from, people who could challenge me and push me. And at this stage in my journey, I really felt like 
this was the most important. Second, I wanted to connect with people who were literally on this journey with me in real time, doing the things that I'm doing or doing similar things. People who I can grow with and relate to on this journey, a community, literally friends. And the third group of people I wanted to connect with were the people I'm here to serve, the people who I want to talk to here on my podcast, the people who I will be coaching or mentoring, who I will be speaking to from stages or who will be reading my books. And the stretch and the discomfort that I've been feeling has come in large part in both how to find these three different groups of people I want to connect with and then how to actually connect. Because I feel like in order to move in the direction I want to move in, I can't do that without these three different circles to connect to. And then in having the discernment of knowing who I want to allow into each one of these circles, and also then reconciling myself with the very real fact that even if I have a very specific person who I want in one of these circles, that doesn't necessarily mean that they want to be in that circle or that they have the bandwidth to be in that circle or that I can even get close enough to them to invite them into that circle. And the most challenging circle for me right now has actually been that first circle. The people who are already in this space doing the things I want to do and who I want to work closely with to learn from the people who inspire me and who challenge me, people like coaches and speakers and teachers and mentors. And part of the reason it's been a challenge is because I recognized that I have the specific criteria for who these people would be. The things that I need to see in them, things they've done and how they've been showing up in their own businesses. And the people who meet this criteria come with a significant financial investment. But because I'm so new in this specific space and because I'm just now starting to build something that I'm not even entirely clear on what it's going to end up looking like, and because this thing that I'm building isn't even providing me with an income yet, that investment I would need to have to be able to work with the people I want to work with, it hasn't come yet. And while I'm confident that it will, today, right now, as I sit here and I speak to you, it's still on its way to me. And so I sit in this discomfort of wanting something that is just a little bit out of reach right now. And what I want is to just immediately jump forward to the future when I already have this and to skip through the discomfort of wishing I was already there and honestly skip through the struggle of actually having to earn my spot there. But feeling what I'm feeling, feeling what you're feeling, and then giving words to those feelings is the important first step. And then identifying what it is that's creating those feelings. Which brings us to step number two, asking yourself, 
When have you felt like this in the past? How have you handled it when you felt like this in the past? What are some things that you've done or not done in the past when you felt this way? And how has that served you, helped you, or hurt you? Why did you choose to handle it the way that you did in the past? What was your motivation or your goal in choosing to handle it the way that you did? For me, in the discomfort that I'm in currently, I know that there's one thing that would allow me to bypass this particularly uncomfortable stage and be able to get to the place I think I want to be. And that is if I had the financial success in my business right now to be able to work with the coaches I want to work with. And so initially, my mind started racing through different options of how I can skip over the discomfort and get to that financial place. I could reopen the business I just shut down. I could take on a couple of short-term bookkeeping clients to bring in some extra money. And then I start to think about all the businesses I've started in the past and what my motivation was for starting every single one of them. And by and large, every single business I have ever started, I chose to start those businesses because they seemed at the time like the fastest thing that I could come up with to bring in the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time. When I felt discomfort in the past, what I chose to do to solve that discomfort was to try and make the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time. And did that work? Well, that depends on the goal. If the goal is strictly to bypass the discomfort, it worked temporarily. But in the long term, I shut down every single one of those businesses. And it has taken me a long time to really recognize this because I really judged myself for not being super successful in any of those businesses over the long term. And I know in the beginning, there was one business I can think of off the top of my head that I started and quit just when just when I began to see really significant success. And with that one, I can say there was a very different reason behind that, which is for a different conversation entirely. But for the most part, every business that I started and then quit, including the most recent one, especially the most recent one, I shut it down for a reason. It wasn't serving me. It wasn't serving the direction I wanted to go. My motivation for starting it wasn't in alignment with who I am at my core and how I need to grow into what I'm doing. And it was suffocating me. It was allowing me to bypass the growth part of the journey. And it was forcing me to literally exist in what I have learned is my go-to stress pattern, which is isolation and analytics. 
And I felt that. And that's not where I wanted to be. Every single one of those businesses was created out of a desire to bypass the discomfort of where I was at the time. To hit some short-term financial goals so I could ignore the actual growth process I needed to go through to become who I needed to become. Because bringing it back to this season I'm in right now, beyond needing to be in the financial position I need to be in, in order to be the person who can hire the coaching team I want to be able to work with, and in order to get the most value and the most growth out of that team, I need to not only be able to have the financial resources to make those connections, but I also need to have the experience for them to be able to speak to and for me to be able to learn from. I need to have the track record of failure and success. I need to have built up a history of consistency, of showing up for myself, of showing up for my community and friends, of showing up for the community that I'm here to serve. And getting there isn't something that I can just pick up another side job to make up the difference. That's literal consistency, intentionality, and getting comfortable being uncomfortable for a while as I go through it. Because the only way to get through it is to literally go through it. Day after day, week after week, month after month. That's where the lessons happen. That's where the growth happens. That's where the healing happens. That's where success happens. Real success. Not the overnight bullshit that you might get from a quick fix or a short-term mask or a Band-Aid that you try to slap over the uncomfortable feelings that you might be feeling while you're sitting in the gap between where you're coming from and where you're destined to go, but real success. And so that brings us to the final step, step number three, which I guess I already sort of went into a little bit in my own example, but step number three is after feeling the feelings, naming the feelings, and after asking yourself when you felt like that in the past, how you've handled those feelings and how that worked out, asking yourself now, what is your first reaction right now in this moment in how you want to handle those feelings? And why is that your first reaction? What is your motivation or your goal that is causing you to have this initial reaction? And if you've had this reaction in the past and you've acted on this reaction in the past, has it allowed you to achieve or reach the goal you were trying to achieve? And why is this goal important to you? What would it mean to you to reach this goal? And I shared already that for me, when I felt this kind of discomfort, that I went for the quick fix, the immediate action into trying to make the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time. Because for me, action that I know 
will bring some kind of immediate short-term result feels a lot better than being uncomfortable, than being stretched, than feeling challenged to face the reality that I haven't quite reached a version of myself that I'm trying to become. And recognizing that the only way to become her is through intentionally, consistently showing up and doing the things that maybe don't bring immediate short-term results. But by taking easy, quick action, I bypassed the feelings of discomfort. I bypassed the things I needed to learn. I bypassed the ways I needed to grow. And looking back, I see very clearly how that did not serve me, how it did not allow me to ever reach the goals I really wanted to reach. It actually pushed them out further away from me. Because here in the discomfort of not being able to do the things I ultimately want to do, to work with the people I ultimately want to work with, to be the person I ultimately want to become, I'm learning how to get inspiration from people I might not have previously even seen. Exploring collaborations I might not have otherwise explored. Recognizing what I have seen as my own limitations and then pushing past them. I'm learning patience and how to be consistent how to be even more resourceful and how to show up for myself for no other reason than recognizing that I need it, that I need to build the trust I have in myself. Because as I move forward on this journey, if I don't have that, I will get lost. And I'm learning how to feel uncomfortable and to accept that feeling to allow it to join me on the journey, not direct the journey. To be a passenger in the car next to me rather than giving it the wheel and allowing it to drive. Your process may look completely different though. I've shared mine, but I've also given you the questions to ask yourself to figure out yours. Because maybe you're sitting in a place where you're feeling fear and how you normally respond in a situation that causes you to feel fearful is you freeze. You allow it to paralyze you. You tell yourself the story that you'll take the next step when the fear subsides. But in looking back, maybe you recognize that when the fear has subsided in the past, you never took those steps. You never allowed yourself to move forward. You allowed that fear to rob you of whatever it was you wanted to do. And now maybe as you sit here and feel the fear, you realize that in order to actually achieve what you want to achieve, in order to hit the goals you want to hit, to make the impact you want to make, to become the person you want to become, you realize that if you continue the pattern of allowing the fear to paralyze you, you will never do those things. And your purpose in this season of feeling stretched maybe isn't to sit in the discomfort, 
and to learn patience. Maybe your purpose is to take massive freaking action on something right now. How you move forward in this season is going to depend on a couple of things. Number one, how honest you choose to be with yourself as you answer the questions I shared in these three steps. And number two, how important you've decided it is to do the things you're meant to do and to become the person you're meant to become. And if you're looking for someone to help you process through whatever this season is bringing up for you, to challenge you, to be honest with yourself about where you are, where you've come from, and where you want to go, reach out to me. I can't give you the answers, but I can give you the tools to help you uncover them for yourself. Thanks for tuning in to the Strong Sassy Single Mom podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, share it with a friend or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And be sure to tag me so I can share you in my stories too. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. As always, it's been an honor to have this conversation with you today. And until next time, you got this.